Hi, I'm Tom. AKA Thomas. And I am Lauren. AKA Lauren. Lauren. And this is Movie Illiterate. So I've seen a lot of movies, some of which have affected my life decisions in pretty significant ways. Many of which. Yeah. What we're going to do is we're going to take a movie that I've seen when I was younger, and I'm going to explain it to Lauren as best as I can remember. And luckily for Tom, and for all of you, there's a very large selection because I am what I have dubbed movie illiterate. I, at this point, have seen um, at least 25 movies, but I don't know if I could say more than that. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. Yeah, yeah. So after I explain it to her, then we'll watch the movie, and then we'll come back and we'll get Lauren's take on it. Yes, and I get to rate Tom. I get to rate the movie. I get to tell you about how it stands up nowadays, which is usually a little strange. <laughs> yeah, some of these movies don't hold up too well, and it's probably good that we're going back and watching them because have very fond memories of them and some of them don't really deserve to be remembered fondly yeah so come join us as tom tells me movies and i destroy your childhood movies for you it'll be a fun adventure hollywood style So today we are going to do the original The Exorcist. Yes, the movie all about pea soup. What? Well, oh, right, right, yeah, okay. So, yeah, there's a scene where she vomits what looks like pea soup. I thought it was pea soup. No, it's not pea soup. It's supposed to be... Is it real vomit? I don't think it's real vomit. I don't think they would have made a little kid vomit. I mean, it's supposed to be vomit in the movie. Yeah, you know, I was thinking to myself... I feel a little nauseous today. You know what goes best with nausea? Watching someone else vomit. Pretty sure that makes all the nausea go away. I don't think it... Nah, I'm sure it'll be fine. It's a surefire fact. <laughs> anyway, so The Exorcist is a movie from 1973. Uh, it's based off of the novel by William Peter Blatty. Blady? I'm actually not sure how to pronounce it. But... It's based off of his book. It stars uh, Ellen Burstyn and uh, Linda Blair and a couple other people. Um, is this supposed to be set in the 70s or is this supposed to be set in the not 70s? I think it's like set in modern times. So uh, everybody should be wearing bell bottoms. Yeah. I don't think the 70s were quite as 70s as you think they are. Mm, I'm thinking that... Either everyone has really, like, floofy, Ferris faucet hair. Well, I guess that's more going into the 80s, huh? So very straight, flat hair or afros. But I'm sure there's probably no black people. So very straight hair <laughs> um, and bell bottoms. Lots of flowers everywhere. Oh, well, this is going to be exciting. Well, two of the main characters are priests. So they're not super big on fashion. Yeah, definitely not bell bottoms and, and fashion <laughs> in general. They wear their priest uniforms what if they change the priest uniforms to like go with the fashion times oh. that'd be awesome what it can you imagine going to see a priest in the 70s and he's got like really funky bell bottoms on 
like where the little white piece is it's like a white flower instead of just like a little white piece and he's got like floofy sleeves oh i'd feel really awkward trying to confess confess my sins to someone who looked like that i know he'd be like hey man it's cool i don't Jesus loves us all man so the priest is also smoking dope maybe no maybe yeah i guess it is the <laughs> 70s anyway so the this movie is set in uh what i think is supposed to be modern times it's it's in 1973 yeah in the now. um yeah in the now right so the main characters are a mother whose name escapes me and her little girl whose name is reagan and the mom is an actress and they move to a house where uh the mom is shooting a movie and the little girl starts to act kind of weird um just weird stuff starts to happen um she starts to have little like outbursts the mom's having a party and she she comes out and pees on the floor as we all do when we don't want guests in the house anymore that's true yeah um it would, yeah it's an effective way to yeah mark your territory get <laughs> <laughs> so yeah little things like that then she starts to act like kind of aggressive at one point the um, she does like a spider crawl down the stairs. Starts Sounds up. like she's hit preteen. Yeah, right. Are kicking in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. I think that's what they think it is at first. Uh, mom starts taking her to doctors. Uh, they, I think they have like a psychologist come over, and he does the the classic uh, dissociative identity disorder thing. Like I'd like to speak to the person inside of you. Blah blah blah. Because that's how that works. Um, yep. But then the person comes out like the demon inside of her comes out or the devil like it's not not even a demon it actually claims to be the devil oh yeah and it comes out and it grabs the psychologist in the crotch that's mean oh yeah well i mean it's the devil he's not known for being nice yeah but like you know some boundaries (laughs) (laughs) start off slowly start off well it it does smack in the face first and then a grab at the crotch it oh okay well yeah I i don't know um trying to think what else i think one of their like the groundskeeper or something or a friend of the mom's ends up dead and they think that he killed himself but then it's like kind of suggested that she did it the the little the little girl who's possessed by the devil and then there's also there's a priest who's one of the main characters uh it's father uh, i think his name's damien which is ironic because the the movie the omen Damien is the son of the devil, and here we got a priest named Damien. Oh. I don't think they're set in the same universe, so it's fine. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, so Damien's a priest, and he, his mom is dying, I think of, probably cancer. Typhoid fever. Probably cancer. I mean, it's an old movie. It's not that old. I know. I didn't say it doesn't Terry. Right. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they're not on the Oregon Trail, so dysentery. Spanish flu. Spanish, not that old. Definitely not that old. All right, dysentery. Dysentery. No, I think it's cancer. Anyway, mom's dying. He's going through a crisis of faith because of that. And somehow the mom gets a hold of him, and they start talking, and the mom's like, I've tried literally everything. Can you do an exorcism on her? On her? And he's like, well, no, man, we don't we don't really do that anymore. And she's like, please, you have to, you know, there's nothing else. And he's like, fine. And then uh, the church enlists another priest, um, Father 
Merrick. Father other guy. Other guy, yeah, something like that. And uh, enlist him to help uh, help with the exorcism. So, oh, actually, yeah. So, sorry. There's a there's a scene where sorry where Father Damien goes to see uh, Reagan first before he he gets with the other priest and he starts talking. He gets with the other priest? No. Get your mind out of the gutter. It's not in the gutter, I don't think. No, it's not. No, he uh, before he joins up with the other priest to do the exorcism. He just goes to visit her. I like how you changed your wording based on my nonsense. (laughs) Well, I'm trying to move things along here. Well, I'm trying to hold things up. (laughs) Anyway, keep going. Dang, Todd's taking forever. (laughs) Sorry. So before they, they go to do the exorcism, he goes to visit her and... They have her, uh, I think because she's so violent, they have her uh, tied down. And she makes one of the drawers open up by itself. And then he takes a thing and says it's holy water. And he throws it, splashes it on her. And she reacts really violently to it. And then he is talking to the mom later. And he's like, yeah, it was just regular tap water. I told her it was holy water. And she reacted very violently to it. So, you know, I'm kind of wondering here. And then... He decides to do the exorcism. Uh, he gets Father Other Priest involved because I guess he's done some exorcisms before. Mm-hmm. So, so they go to do it, and then like the second, pr- pretty much the whole second half of the movie is uh, is them actually doing the exorcism. Um, I'm trying to think, a couple of different things happen. It takes them a really long time. Like, uh, there's a. They do the whole, the power of Christ compels you thing, which I'm sure you've heard that. Yes. And uh, she gets, like, put into, like, the the cross position, and then her ropes come undone, and uh, she gets, like, lifted up. They keep saying, the power of Christ compels you, and uh, eventually that stops. What does it compel you to do, you know? uh, Yeah, I don't know. It compels me to what? (laughs) Uh, and eat then more pea soup. eat more pea soup. Yeah. There, oh yeah. There's a scene where she, she vomits on them. Uh, one of the priests vomits the pea soup on him. Um, there's a scene where she does the whole head turn thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's a scene where she's like, she does the head, head turn thing. She's making the furniture in her room go all over the place. And that's, I think what, what compels the mom to be like, we got to do something pretty radical here. Anyway, sorry, getting off topic. Um, so they're yeah, doing the exercise. Anyway, do you like your pea soup with ham <laughs> or without ham? I feel like it's not pea soup without ham. After honestly, after seeing this movie, I've never eaten pea soup, and I don't know if you'll want any either. Oh, you don't know me. Uh, you don't know this movie. You don't know the things that I've seen working in the nursing field, and then afterwards being like, "Well, I'm, t- I'm ready for lunch. Anybody else hungry?" <laughs> Touche. Touche. Well, all right, fair enough. Um, so they're doing the exorcism. Somehow, Father Damien ends up like they end up like taking a break, and Father Damien goes downstairs, and he comes back, and Father other guy is is dead, and and uh, Reagan's sitting on the bed like laughing, and um, by this time looks full blown like demon looking and yeah i feel like this is one of those things where you can't be like the dmv where you're like 
it's my lunch break and just get up and <laughs> right, right. And like have a sandwich and take a nap and then come back and be like, all right, uh, I guess it's time to turn the open sign back on. And then the demon comes back and it's like, oh, thank goodness. I also need to break <laughs> that uh, chicken salad sandwich was really good. Huh? <laughs> How about that pea soup? <laughs> I think, oh, I think there's a scene too where, um, uh, where, she makes it look like what Father Damien is seeing is his mother and hearing his mother. And she's like, why are you, why are you doing this to me? And, you know, it gets, gets him all weirded out. But anyway, he comes back. Um, other priest is dead. Demons are uh, dead. The devil's laughing. Oh, and, and Father Damien uh, isn't a boxer, but he trains in boxing. Um, like they show scenes of him, like working out and running and hitting the punching bag. So he gets really pissed and starts beating up Reagan and Reagan tries to fight back but I mean you know it's a grown man and a little girl so he and he's like take me take me and then um it seems to like you can see it like kind of coming into him and his eyes start changing and he's like no and then he jumps out the window and they're like three or four I think they're like five or six stories up and he jumps out lands over some stairs uh or lands on some stairs rolls down and then he's like dying and someone comes by and takes his hand and starts reading him his last rites and then the demon is or the devil is out and then the mom and the daughter decide to move and i think the movie ends with her seeing another priest and seeing his uh like his collar and and being you know like hey it's cool and that's sort of like the um oh everything's cool she's she's good now so the priests both priests die and the demon is just out there in the world now. I, I mean, I, as much as the devil is out in the world. Did they ever explain? Well, I guess I'll find out. I won't ask you all the questions. Okay. But, you know, I bet you the devil, when uh, Priest Damien was beating him up, was like, Oh, why did I pick a little girl? <laughs> <laughs> She's so weak. <laughs> she should be eating more than freaking pea soup. <laughs> Got those muscles and wasted away. <laughs> Oh, and there's, there's actually a really cool scene where um, it's only for, like, it's really brief. Like, maybe a, uh, maybe like less than a second total of screen time. But some some woman, they, like, dressed up to look like the devil. And, and you only see it very briefly for, for a couple of frames. And it looks really cool. You'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. It's, Ooh, okay. Yeah, it's really cool. Well, I'm excited. Yeah, it's, it's a good movie. Yeah, we're having a dinner pea soup, cream of mushroom soup, and um, tuna salad. So I haven't eaten in about two hours, and I'm going to not eat until after the movie's over because I know what's coming, and I don't work as a nurse, so my limits are a lot lower than Lauren's. Well, good, because I want the tuna salad to warm up a bit, you know? Everybody wants some hot tuna salad, so it's sitting out right now. By the time the movie's over, I'm sure we'll have some nice... mm, Mm, warm tuna salad so we'll be back in three hours uh two of those will be for the movie the other one (laughs) will be for lauren to get the diarrhea and the tuna induced diarrhea out of her body Ah, the power of christ compels you to eat this warm tuna salad (laughs) tell you what why don't we you have all the tuna salad you want and uh why don't we just go enjoy the movie See you later. 
alligator. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was a movie that we just watched. It was a movie that we just watched. I liked it. Yeah, it was good. I yeah, it's it was a classic. Good. Yeah, I mean, it was. There were bits in it where I was like, "Well, I guess that just happened, and we're just supposed to accept it and just move on with our lives." Like what? Um. So in the beginning, uh, old man priest was doing archaeological digs, like, you know, priests do in their spare time. Right, yeah, everyone knows that. And he came, um, they found some coins, and one was particularly shiny. He took that one, and then he found a little talisman-like object, which he also took. Um, Neither of these were, like, explained later in the movie, how they related to anything else. Oh, yeah, okay. And then he met with, um, it must have been somebody who specialized in those type of objects while in Iraq. That's where the, um, archaeological dig was happening. And nothing really came of that meeting either. Like, nothing was learned. Um, and then the priest went back to the dig site found this large statue. He was standing in front of the statue. Then this man appeared in the background and was just standing there. And then dogs were fighting. And that was the end of that scene. (laughs) And it, 
it was very confusing because nothing was explained further. Like the coin and the talisman like popped up later. In, well, not the talisman. Not the... No, the talisman did pop did up pop later. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was at the bottom of the staircase after another priest died, but... Or the mm-hmm. guy, uh, Burke. The yeah, director. sorry, Burke. Or yeah, Burke the director guy. guy. Um, but nothing was explained as to how these objects got there. What do they mean? Is there something that's tying this priest in to, like, the fates are tying the priest in to this little girl? Who knows? I, th- I think I think it might have been one of those... Um, I, I haven't read the novel, but I'm, I'm thinking it was one of those... It was a scene in the novel, and because it's a novel, it was able to explain more and give it more context. And so they recreated the scene in the movie, but then they didn't put in the context because, you know, the, the way movie and books, the way they translate, so... So I guess in the 70s, they hadn't made enough uh, movie books turned movies to know that like not everyone has read the book and you kind of got to do some explaining and or cut out certain things to, in order to make it make sense. Something like that. I, I Another thing that I picked up was, and I didn't know if they were doing this purpose, purposefully or not, but there was not a lot of atmospheric music. In the background of the movie. There was the creepy piano music. That happened how many times? Uh, a handful of times. There were a lot of scenes where it, the atmosphere was silent, except for, like, footsteps. Or, like, a random noise in the background. But there were, there were a lot of, like, very quiet scenes. Well, yeah. I mean, I wonder if they did that on purpose. Like, it kind of made it creepier. It made you pay attention to the sounds. Yeah. Well, and for some of them, like, the sounds were kind of important. Like, her growling or, like, you know, they're, like, hanging out downstairs and then they hear her, like, yelling upstairs. So it, it kind of made sense in that sense. So they probably, I mean, well, I'm sure it was done deliberately, but, like, they probably had a, a purpose to it. Yeah, I also didn't know if that was, like, a 70s movie thing. Because I've not seen many 70s movies, like, at all. So I don't know yeah. if atmospheric music... No, they've been doing atmospheric music for years, so no, that can't just be a 70s thing. I don't think it was a 70s thing. Yeah, that must have been intentional. Like, Oh, yeah, it was probably an artistic choice. For... Yeah, like the archaeologist, when he was standing and looking at the statue, it was dead silent other than the, the, the random man that popped up and you heard rocks sliding under his feet, and then you started hearing dogs fighting in the background. But other than that, no noise, no wind, no other people... Are you sure? No I thought birds. there was like a crush. What? No what? Birds. I, I thought think. there was like a crescendo. No, I'm telling you. I'm telling okay, you. There God. were so many scenes that I noticed it that I was like, there's a lot of like just silence. And I keep expecting something big to happen, <laughs> but nothing does. It's just more silence. Anyway, so the Small. movie. Yeah. Yeah, the movie starts out with old man, um, priest. Doing, He's doing his archaeological dig. Right. Everything you just said, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Then it cuts to... Um, what, the mom? Does it cut to the mom? mom yeah, and the mom, mom and Reagan, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cuts to mom and Reagan. Mom comes home. Um, Reagan is... Reagan and the household that they live in is being taken care of, like... I would say, like, a nanny, a maid, and a butler kind of yeah, characters. Yeah. Um, who are all great. Sure, yeah. Um, Reagan seems like a very cute little kid. Um, they seem to be enjoying a pretty happy life together. 
like Tom said earlier, mom is an actress. They do a scene where mom is at work, um, actressing. Act acting? And, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where they introduce Burke, who is her co-worker. Director. He producer? He's the director. He's the director. He's the director of the movie. Yeah, good That's where they introduce him. Yeah, good friend. He's kind of a strange one. Yes. Uh, bizarre guy. Yeah, so they're all living kind of a, a happy life. So Reagan, I may be jumping around the movie a little bit, but it still well, kind of goes in the timeline well, that's that, happening for each person. That's that's kind of the thing about the movie. I, like, I, I thought when I explained it initially, I thought, oh, wow, I explained it really quickly. And it, it kind of is because there's like, you know, exposition and then this slow build to the actual exorcism piece of just like random events of her getting more and more possessed. So like, like it's a two plus hour movie and a lot happens, but like when you're just explaining it, like, I mean, you can go into detail about every little thing, but I mean, summarizing it, it's, it's just a steadily gets worse and worse. She sees doctors kind of thing. But I'm just mean like from the different characters perspective. So there's old man, priest, oh, then okay. it jumps to mom and daughter, then it jumps to younger man, younger priest, priest yeah. and then it jumps back to mom and daughter. And so it kind of skips around. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what I meant like with the I timeline. Gotcha. Like I may not be going directly how the movie is going, but I'm going in the timeline of how things oh, are gotcha. happening gotcha. for each person. Okay, okay. So um, mom keeps thinking that she's hearing rats in the house. That's what it is. She keeps thinking yeah. she's hearing rat, rats in the in the house. And the butler guy is like, no, there's no rats. I keep a clean house. There's no rats. So mom ends up going into the attic at one point. She's hearing banging and no rats. No rats. They're, they even show the trap with the cheese untouched. Mm-hmm. No rats. So what's all this banging happening? We don't know. Another thing is mom keeps finding Reagan's window open. Yes, and it's like super cold in there. Yeah, she's she seems cold. Reagan seems fine. Fine, though. yeah, she doesn't have her covers on, but yeah, she seems fine. Yeah, so mom keeps going in, shutting the windows, tucking Reagan back in. What's going on? We don't know. It's odd things. Yes. So at a certain point in the movie, Reagan's mom finds a Ouija board oh, in yeah. the house, mm -hmm. and she's like. Reagan, is this yours? And Reagan's like, yeah. And mom's like, do you know how to play it? And she's like, yeah, let me show you. And so the mom's like, well, can I join in? And Reagan's like, okay. But then the, what's it called? The, the little the the little triangle thing. It's got a name. I actually don't know what it's called. Oh, we were just at the paranormal exhibit and they named it. And I don't even remember. That was like two months ago. I want to call it a carpu jet, but that's not a carpu jet. Carpuja is something we use to shoot people in nursing. Oh, yeah, okay. You know, yeah, like, it's not that. Pull on your pants. Let me shoot you. Okay. Shh. Anyway, um, so, so, yeah, the um, thing that points to the letters, whatever that's called. Yes, so it just shoots out of Reagan's hand. And her mom is like, oh, you must not want me to use it, whatever. Oh, because it jumps to no. Yeah. Oh, it jumps to no. Yeah. I didn't even notice it jumped to no. Yeah. I thought it just jumped out of her hands before her mom could touch it. No, it, like, it, oh. it jumps out of her hands and goes to the no. And that's why mom's like, oh, I guess you don't want me to mess with it. Um, The mom should have known something right then and there. Like, her daughter's that great of a, a, a Ouija sharpshooter that she could just slide <laughs> it over to the no like right, that. Right, right. And, and have stops. it stop perfectly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, don't let your children have Ouija boards. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you that's... don't have Ouija boards. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nobody should have a Ouija board. 
No, don't mess with that stuff. I don't care if you believe in it or not. Don't let it in. If you well, if you believe in it, don't mess with it because it's bad. And if you do believe in it, or and if you don't believe in it, don't mess with it because uh, it might make you believe in it. In which case, see point one. Even though you know what, if somebody truly believes in it, I would be. I would feel better with them using one than somebody who doesn't believe in it. Because mm. I feel like if you do believe in it, then you believe in the rules and you will take it seriously. Oh, okay. Compared to someone who's just like, ah, whatever, it's just a game. Let's just move the words around and do whatever. <laughs> yeah, like those people, no, 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 definitely <laughs> not. If you truly believe in it and you're like, I know what I'm doing, I'm following all the rules, I mean, do you, bro? <laughs> do you anyway back to the story back to the story yeah so um reagan keeps talking about captain howdy, howdy. captain howdy. howdy yes captain howdy is her friend that she has been talking to through the ouija board no one seems disturbed by this nope and captain howdy i would she... be disturbed just by that name <laughs> if my kid was like yeah my friend captain howdy i'd be like whoa <laughs> Who is this pervert in our house? Like, <laughs> <laughs> the, a monster or something, you know, I can deal with. A pervert? I don't know what to do with a, a demonic pervert. Like, what? Do you, can you lock them in jail? Like, I don't, I don't think that works. I mean, well, by this point, we're not, they're not at the demonic part yet. They probably just thought it's, you know, a little girl's imaginary friend. Her mom works a lot. Her dad's gone. So she has an imaginary friend. Named Captain Howdy that she responds to with the weird. I don't know. It's not it the, the weirdest. 70s. It's not the weirdest name a kid's ever come up with. It was the seventies. Everybody held on flare pants. It was oh my weird. gosh! Yeah, I was totally wrong. I told you no. It's not that seventies. But yeah, everybody had on bell bottoms. Oh, it was definitely that seventies. And there were some people with afros, and yeah, it was very seventies. Yeah, it was great. Um, so cut to young priest. Young priest goes to visit his mom. She's living alone in like a rough area of town. And the young priest is like, mom, let me get you out of here. And his mom, and his mom, Tom just farted, um, <laughs> was like, um, you know, in true, true hardcore old people fashion was like, <laughs> I am not moving. This is my house. I don't have to pay mortgage. Well, she didn't say that part, but. If I was an old crotchety person, that would be me. I'd be like, you know how long it took me to pay off this house and then you just want me to up and move? I've got 30 years worth of uh, extra living on top of this house after the 30 years that I put into paying off this house. I will be here forever. Bury me in the backyard. This is where I live now. <laughs> um, so his mom is like, no, leave me alone. I'm good. Young priest leaves. Young priest um is later told by his uncle that his mom is in a psychiatric unit of a hospital because she was talking to herself and something else something, I don't remember. Yeah. But she was having some issues and not being able to take care of herself. Being hysterical and yeah. So Demi. Damien. Well his name's Damien, Damien but they mom calls him Damien. Oh, it's not like everybody was calling him Damien and I'm like yeah, short for Damien. Okay. So Priest Damien saw his mom. He's heartbroken. He's like, I can't leave her here. He's like, I got to take her out. Gets her out. A couple days later, she dies. And he wasn't there with her. So he is dealing with a lot of guilt mm -hmm. at this time. Oh, yeah. 
So cut back to mom and Reagan. Mm-hmm. What started first? She said something to her mom about her bed shaking. Oh yeah, yeah. No, like, first it was her birthday. It was her birthday was coming up. The mom wanted to do something for her birthday. Then she finds out that she has something work related happening. No, it was her dad wouldn't call on her birthday. Uh, yeah, you know, she was on the phone yelling, like trying to get a hold of the dad, and she couldn't. So mm-hmm. she was yelling at the operator, and then. Reagan's overhearing this and just like forget it. Yeah, and that's kind of when everything started, started, other than the cold room. Yeah. So that night, her Reagan goes to sleep with her mom in the bed because she's right. like, my bed is shaking. Mm-hmm. Mom doesn't really think anything of it too much at that point. I'm trying to remember how things progressed because she ends up taking her to see a doctor. I think the, oh, the bed, she actually finds her with the bed literally shaking. Yeah, the bed is shaking. Mom gets on the bed. Yes, so mom has a party at her house. and um, Oh, yeah, that too, yeah. mm -hmm. And uh, this is when we find out truly how, like, strange um, her director man is. Oh, yeah. He starts harassing, like, this chef. He gets really drunk, starts harassing this chef. Harassing the butler, calling him a Nazi, and the butler's like, I'm Swiss. Yeah, yeah. It was just, uh, he was a hot mess of a person. They ended up kicking him out. But the party keeps going. And um, as the party is going, earlier in the day, you see um, Reagan running around the midst of the party happy. Then after she goes to bed and the party is still happening, she comes down the stairs and she says, you're all going to die up there or something Something like that. Something like you're going to die up there. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and then, then it starts peeing pink. the floor. Mm-hmm. And so her mom rushes Sticks her, her upstairs. Sticks her face No, 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 no. You con- don't do that. I'm confusing the Wayans Brothers movie with this. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. So, yeah, mom cleans her up and then... Yeah, uh, mom cleans her up and then she's like, all right, we got to go see some doctors. So, at first, the doctors are very insistent that she has a... Lesion on in her temporal lobe, and that's why she's acting like this. So they do bunch of I think an EKG. I don't think they did an EKG. It's a arterial. Oh gosh, I forget what it's called. But basically, they go in and they put some like dye in, and they are able to see what's happening in your veins and arteries. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it looked really scary. I'm like, I'm pretty sure they like turned up the fear factor on this (laughs) as they were doing it, but I'm sure, you know, seventies, uh, medical techniques probably did look a little scarier than they do now, but still they definitely turned up the, you know, the sounds of things were very loud. Oh yeah. 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 A lot of, uh, we're going to inject you with this and inject you with that and. Anyway, there's nothing there. Right. They still insist that it must be seizures. It must be this uh, lesion that for some reason they can't find. But there's something physically wrong with her um, that is causing this shaking and these these things that like she the has mom like, is like yeah she has like outbursts and like yelling and screaming and she's never been like that. Yeah. So they're like, there's something physically wrong. But they can't find anything physically wrong with her. And things progressively get worse at home. They've basically just been sedating her 
all yeah. the time now to try to deal with it um, because she is shaking. The, the green pea soup is starting to ooze out of her on like a regular basis now. She's yelling things. She's like a, hurting people. Um, the mom comes home one day and the nanny person. Oh yeah, was out like getting her meds. Yeah, was out getting more of the medicine that they needed for Reagan. So she left Burke, director man, mm -hmm. in charge of her. He, they found his body down this long concrete staircase going from like the top of their house down to the street dead neck broken like 180 degrees around well we don't we don't find that out just yet they just say is he broke his neck from his fall oh okay and then we find out later when the the cop who's investigating it is talking to the priest he's like hey this is you know confidential but his neck was turned 180 degrees very unlikely it happened during his fall it's much more likely that it his head got turned and then he got pushed out the window because that 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 kind of builds up the idea like oh maybe maybe reagan did it yeah yeah because they're still at this point convinced that it is something that she is doing but like i said things are progressively getting worse right so after that point happens i believe that's the point where they sit down with mom and a bunch of other um, psychiatrists and doctors mm -hmm. and they are discussing possible things and mom is like, nope, this is not right. Something else is going on. So at that point, they suggest an exorcist. How did they, because mom was talking to one of the priests and that's how Burke, like the priest oh, how went and mean? talked to, yeah. I mean, not Burke. Yeah, that's how Damien got involved. Um, um, I think it was the one who... Uh, was it The Paul? one who came to her house? Yeah. Then was like, the Burke is dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Um, the person who told the mom that Burke was dead was one of the priests. Yeah, like, freaking everybody's a priest in this yeah. movie. Yeah, seriously. There were so many priests just running around. <laughs> priests just coming to your door. Hey, your friend is dead. <laughs> Priests uh, falling out of windows. Priests just all over the place. There's so many of them. They can't contain these dang priests. <laughs> That's what the movie should be about. <laughs> Capturing the priests. It's just priests all over the place running around. <laughs> uh, Any anyway. Yeah, and all the priests were just hanging out and drinking and smoking. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, That's they, what they were doing, like, the yeah. whole movie. They get oh. together, they drink, and they smoke. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're not allowed to have sex. They gotta, they gotta let loose somehow. They gotta have some vices. So the priest um, that tells the mom about Damien is the one who told her that Burke was dead. So mom finds the priest. Mom finds the priest. Oh, I know how he knew mom. He was at her party. Oh, that's right. He was the one playing the piano. Yeah, there was yeah. a random priest at her party. Because they can't contain them. <laughs> a priest got into the mom's party from earlier, and he was playing the piano in Love and Life. And so that's how he knew the mom. That's right. Yeah, they were I'm friends. like, how did he know the mom? It's because of that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he is the one who tells mom about Burke. Um, and so he, mom finds Burke. Mom tells him the situation. Burke comes by. Burke is, I mean, not Burke. Oh, my gosh. Damie. Damie, yes. Damie is skeptical about 
this being a demonic thing. He's like, hey, I've never done an exorcism, but I mean, it, it is something that people used to do. We don't really do it anymore. Got to get right. approval from the church. Right. We got to prove that it's not, you know, something physical. Right. And Damien's also a trained psychiatrist. Yes. So healthy skepticism of, of it because, you know, he's trained in medicine and whatnot. Yeah. But a good thing to have, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Somebody with a foot in both worlds, you Absolutely, know? yeah. So Damien goes and meets with Reagan, and she is cussing at him. At this oh, point, and she's like full blown, like demonic, like rotted away, skin is cracked, like yeah, yeah, emaciated. Um, yeah, she's just looking bad. Pale, eyes are, scars everywhere. Eyes are like like what like lime greenish. Yeah, like a lime green color. Same color as the stuff that's coming out her mouth. Right. She probably got some in her eye, and then it just you know stuck there. Probably. Um, oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> she's the devil. What so, does she care? Yeah, she's saying, telling him that she's the devil. And he throws some tap water on her and she starts freaking out. Well, because he tells her it's holy water. Yeah, he tells her it's holy water. And she, so she's freaking out that because he said it was holy water. Even though then he says that was just tap water. Um... He, she says, oh, your mom is here. She's in hell, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, okay, well then tell me my mom's last name or maiden name then. And <laughs> and he, he can't, so he just vomits in his face. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like the ultimate, like, whatever. <laughs> your breath stinks, right. like, come right. back. <laughs> Very, very much hilarious. a very much a twelve year old girl or a very insecure man response. Yes, exactly. Or insecure demon. Yeah, insecure. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. You, devil. Well, it's <laughs> take that. How about that? <laughs> oh, it was great. So, <laughs> so Damien leaves. He tells mom about that uh, that it wasn't that he just used tap water on her. Right, right. But he does end up getting a recording from. Reagan, of like sounds and oh, things, yeah. and he doesn't know exactly what it was, so he took it to a linguist, right? And the people who know languages, are they he language? took it to somebody who knew a linguinist. He took it to Luigi, <laughs> and Luigi was like, "Oh yeah, so that's a language." Oh my god, that's so. So bad. then they, <laughs> what? That but was Luigi just knew it yeah. God, did, I know, right? Does being Luigi mean Mario. does being Luigi mean awful Italian accent? No, it means green hat and suspenders. Oh gosh, and being okay, fine. To Mario. Fine, okay. And being a suck up to Mario. It's so sad. Did I ever tell you how I told? <laughs> I came up with a third Mario brother. His name was Tony. Wario. No, his name was Tony, and Tony doesn't talk to Mario and Luigi. <laughs> Because he doesn't like, like, how they're so Hollywood and how his mom, like, loves Mario so much and they've always treated Luigi like crap and he was like, he didn't want to be a part of that. So now he owns a very successful uh, pizzeria business. What? Yeah, Tony, their third brother. Oh my gosh. Actually, anyway. that would be pretty good. <laughs> anyway, that is way off the rails. Yeah, but, you know, uh, linguinist, linguinist. Right. Luigiist. Luigi, Tony, the third brother. Anyway, all right, all right. So he takes it to somebody who can 
Somebody who's like, oh yeah, that's English. It's just backwards. So he plays it backwards, and it's definitely English. It, it is definitely definitely English. Mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely English, and it's like a couple voices in there. Yeah. Talking. So he takes that to the uh, king priest. I think that was a cardinal. Is that what the king priests are called? Well, I, I believe it goes priest, bishop, and then cardinal, and then above the cardinal is the is the pope. So the pope is the king. He's he took I don't, it to a, he, I mean, that's, a lord pretty, priest. I'm pretty sure it was a cardinal. Well, because he kept saying thank you, excellency. Oh, excellency. excellency. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure it was. I don't think it was the pope. It was, I think it was a cardinal. Yeah, the, maybe it was a bishop. A, uh, he wasn't in a box, so it definitely wasn't the pope. No, well, somebody lesser than him, but he was still a Your Majesty. I mean, Your Excellency. Your yeah, Excellency. I'm pretty sure it was a cardinal. All right, so he took it there. He's like, "Can I do this exorcist?" And the guy was like, "Yes, yeah, sounds good." So then this cardinal mm-hmm. and the priest that the mom knew were trying to figure out. Who should we take on for no, another priest? It wasn't that. It was another. It was the priest that he was drinking with uh, when he went to the bar. That wasn't the priest that the mom knew? No. There were a lot of priests in here. There I, were a lot of priests. I don't think you're appreciating how many like men of the cloth there were in this movie. There were so many. That's true. They were just throwing priests in. At... So, anyway, okay, sorry. New priests. So, it's cardinal priest... There's other priests, cardinal priests and other priests are trying to figure out, okay, who is the second priest that we can give to Damien to do this exorcist because right. he doesn't have any experience. Right, they like, wanted someone experienced. You need somebody with experience, somebody who knows what they're doing, and they think of archaeologist priests. Right. Because apparently he had done an exorcism, I think they said, what, 10 to 15 years something ago? Like that, something yeah. like that, yeah. They said it nearly killed him. And and nearly killed him, took a month. So they're like, hey, he's he's old still. Like, maybe he'll do him <laughs> off this time. Oh, my God. Take care of the <laughs> Take care of two problems. Yeah, he's bringing us, like, random bits of glass from these archaeological digs and being like, oh, what's this? And we're like, oh, we don't know. <laughs> we know your ar- your uh, your archaeological digs are really expensive, though. Yeah, they like, cost us a lot of money to ship you to places so you can look at rocks. <laughs> like, tithing is, is nice, but, like, we may have to start asking people for, like, 11 12% if we're going to make this work. For you. Just for <laughs> Just you. Just for you. <laughs> So, um, he agrees, they prepare, they go to see Reagan. And Reagan is like, if you thought she was hot mess before, she is a hot mess now. Oh, yeah. And so, she keeps, <laughs> they start reading um, from the Bible. They start with the Lord's Prayer. And she spits green goo on um, archaeologist old priest face and so he has to get his little his whatever. his purple thing cleaned by young priest Danny priest which he does and Reagan is calling them all sorts of names and I had to wonder <laughs> like if you don't take the the demon or whatever seriously 
Will it just go away? <laughs> right. Like, I feel like at certain points, these were like things that I've had patients yell at other <laughs> patients, at other staff members. And, you know, we usually go, I, no, that's not appropriate. <laughs> you cannot say that in Tell here. the devil that's not appropriate. Yeah, that's Wait. not appropriate. You cannot say that in here. That is not okay. We're not, nope, I'm not going to, nope. And then we, you know, sometimes we will do a therapeutic ignoring, which is literally an actual thing where you just don't respond to that person. And then eventually they just give up because they're not getting the response that they want. And then, you know, later in the shift, you could be like, remember when such and such called you a blah, blah, blah. (laughs) (laughs) Then you all enjoy a laugh about it and then you move on. (laughs) So if they just therapeutically ignored the devil, he would have gotten bored and gone elsewhere yeah at a certain point or if you go like you know if he called you a name you'd be like maybe (laughs) you know what sometimes i am like that your mother's in here well yeah she gets around maybe she is (laughs) (laughs) don't slut shame her (laughs) mind your business (laughs) i feel like you're trying to change me we've talked about this before you cannot change someone else you can only change yourself so what are you going to do about it oh and then and then so when he asks the devil, like when, when, uh, when he's, t- or, you know, she's tied up to the bed, he's like, you know, if you're really the devil, why don't you just undo the ropes? And she's like, that'd be a much too vulgar display of power. Like what? Yeah. She had done so many other vulgar things, stabbing things in her crotch, grabbing oh, yeah. people's crotches, shoving her mom's face in her crotch, but undoing ropes. Well, uh, apparently the devil has some weird code of conduct. And- yeah. And it ends, begins and ends with ropes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I know not to uh, not to shame the BDSM community out there, but I don't think the devil uh, endorses that kind of behavior. Not that you need the devil's endorsement; you do you. Yeah, exactly. You can't change. Don't let the devil try to change you. Yeah, screw the devil. Yeah, only you could change yourself. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I like how you brought it full circle. <laughs> nice, nice. So they're doing all these rituals. They're getting tired. Um, at oh, some point, do, they do the whole power of Christ compels you thing. Yeah, but they don't say what it compels you to do, but that you're being compelled. Right. It gets her, like, the ropes come undone and she, like, levitates. Yeah, and then she floats back down and they're tired. So they walk out the room for a second. Then priest Damie goes back into the room and he, like, starts to try to clean her up a little bit and... Even though he knows the devil doesn't have his mom, because right. he couldn't even tell him earlier what his mom's maiden name was, the devil starts to pretend to do his mom's voice and be like, "Oh, you left me, Damie. Why you do this to right. me, Damie?" Which and it's to be fair, like he had a lot of guilt about his mom, so he yeah. was probably there was some trauma there, and 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 so he was probably already susceptible to that kind of. So logically, yeah. he knew, but like. You the know, demon a, just triggered it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, architecture priest comes back to the room because he Archaeologist. Hears, yeah, archaeologist <laughs> priest. Oh, architecture priest. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> archaeologist priest <laughs> comes back in the room. He hears Davey, like, screaming about his mom. And he tells Davey to, to get out of here. He's like, yeah, just... I got this, man. Yeah, take a break. A little bit of time goes by. Priest Damien goes back in the room. The father is dead. At this point, 
the detective guy also happens to come back by the house. Right. Um, and anyway, Damie is, I don't, it was very interesting because he starts to do some very aggressive CPR <laughs> on the pre, on the priest. Was it really CPR? I mean, he just like starts pounding on his chest. I would call that aggressive CPR. I feel like that, oh, so I had said earlier that he, he like trained in boxing. So it, it does allude to that he did boxing when he was younger. Mm-hmm. And I would say that what he did to the priest dead body was more incorporated his boxing training than his medical training. I think it was a combo. Okay. Ah. Like, oh, ah, boxing ah. I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> now I do. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, watch it. The gloves are coming off. That has nothing to do with... Nope. I'm going to edit that out. Moving on. Don't edit that out. <laughs> You're going to keep in the part about me and Tony and um, Luigi. Absolutely. That was hilarious. Gonna edit that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Uh, yeah, ask uh, Chelsea and Kate about it. They know. They know about Tony. Well, now I know about Tony. Uh, yeah. it's uh, Tony should be known worldwide. He deserves so much praise. And people give him praise about his restaurant, but he really separates himself from the family. He doesn't <laughs> like the... T- anyway, <laughs> Hollywood, you know? It'll taint you. Anyway, <laughs> I keep getting sidetracked about Tony. So, so he's beating up... Or he's yeah, trying so to at this get- point, he, he's done, after he's done with his aggressive boxing CPR technique... Which I don't know why he didn't drag the priest out of the room because everything that happens with the like demonic powers and Reagan only happens in her room. You step outside her room, everything's cool. Yeah, it seemed to be confined to her room. Yeah, so he should have just dragged her, dragged him out of the room, and then you know done some regular CPR or the boxing style. I feel like anything would have been better than being in the room. Right. So he starts to beat up Reagan. Bam, 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 bam. The devil is regretting his decisions. <laughs> How he didn't see this one coming, I don't know. I'm gonna mess. I'm gonna. I'm gonna possess a little girl, and then mess with a priest who has boxing training and still exercises in that regularly. Yeah, and yeah. I expect that I'm gonna somehow win on. Them. So he's like, "Come in to me, come in to me," and so eventually the devil's like, "Well, this little girl's getting beat to crap." Yes, I'm going to come into you. Right. So he goes into Priest Damie's body. As he is doing so, Damie is fighting him. He's fighting him enough that he is able to jump out of the window in Reagan's room, fall down those same cement stairs, Mm -hmm. and die at the bottom. Yeah. And uh, Very bloody. It was very bloody. It was very gruesome. It was very interesting because Burke went down those same stairs. There was a huge crowd of people that gathered when Priest Damien came, fell down the stairs. So I don't know if it was a time of day. No, there was a huge crowd. Because remember, Mom pulls up home and there's a huge crowd there the night Burke died. She just ignored it and went straight inside. Oh, I probably wasn't paying attention. I was just watching her. Okay, yeah. There was a huge, there was a huge crowd both times. Oh, okay. Well, no wonder they moved. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so another priest... Because they're freaking everywhere. No, that was, that was Mom's priest friend, who's also Damie's friend. That's, why was he just there? He was part of the crowd of people. Yeah, but why was he? They can't I don't control know. him. I, yeah. They can't control uh, him. Yeah. yeah, it does seem kind of a coincidence why he, of all people, showed up. But, I mean, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know why Strange. it was him. Strange. Maybe he knew the exorcism was going on, so he was just in the neighborhood. I mean, he yeah, was, maybe. I don't know. Well, he was friends with the mom. He was friends with Damie. He knew that the exorcism was going on, so maybe he just happened to be in the neighborhood. True. Well, luckily Plausible. he was there, and he was able to give Damie his last rites. Um, so at that point, as far as we know, the demon is the yeah, gone. devil is demon gone. devil. He's gone. Everybody who's not dead is able to move on and live a happy life. Um, the nanny lady is like, no, mom, so mom and Reagan are moving. The butler appears to be going with them. The nanny lady is like, no, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm good on that, bro. <laughs> I mean, d- did you see what happened? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, yeah. yeah this cool. family's nuts. Yeah, and then the maid lady also seems to be staying behind as well because... I think know, she maybe came with the house. I think she came with the house, too. Right. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. She was, like, locking up and stuff. Right. Um, in the end, because Reagan knocks off the necklace that the priest is wearing. Wasn't the oh, yeah, wearing yeah, he was wearing a necklace, which it was... With the same little talisman it, that the, the archaeology priest... Found in Iraq. Yeah. And they never explained the connection. No. Um, and maybe, um, maybe it was like really well done and we're just too dumb and it went over our heads, the symbolism of it. I mean, I'm assuming it meant like there were priests there at the time before and then something happened to them. And so that's. Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe it's like a priesty thing. You wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not a priest. Yeah. So anyway, (laughs) (laughs) so they end up, mom ends up giving back the necklace to her priest friend and Reagan and mom run off into the sunsets. Apparently Reagan doesn't remember anything, but at the same time she sees the little priest little white piece and gives mom's priest friend a hug, but she does seem confused about it. Like, why the heck did I do that? Right. Um, And so they ride off into the sunset Hopefully happy forever. Mm-hmm. The demon is hopefully gone forever. Or he's still hanging out in that house. In the Ouija board. Hopefully they got rid of it. Right. They probably didn't. Freaking Captain Howdy. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> the girl's 12. But we know that the Ouija board was actually working. Uh, yeah. So whatever spirit was in there was like, uh, yes, Captain Howdy. That'll get the kids these days. <laughs> Random. Yeah, that that does sound like the name that like a demon would try to come up with to be hip with the kids, right? Captain freaking Howdy. <laughs> um, but overall, I thought that the movie was other than the parts where it was like, well, they just kind of introduced something and then never went back to it. I thought it was good. Yeah, I really liked the little girl's acting. I thought yeah. she did a really good job. I thought that the prosthetics were very good, especially considering. Um, uh, I'll be back. Terminator. Oh yeah, yeah. Prosthetics. Much better, much better than the Terminator. Oh prosthetics. my gosh, so much better than the Terminator's prosthetics. Right. Um, well, I think I think the advantage there was that they were able to do the whole face. But still, even when she was like clearly a little girl, even like the the, su- the yeah, cuts that's true. And the stuff, that's true. Yeah, like, it was still very good. Yeah, that yeah, it was it was really well done. I was trying to see when the pea soup was just like coming out of her mouth, like just dripping out if I could see like how like where they like tubed it in oh okay I did I wasn't able to get a a 
there I think they, they did a really good job about kind of covering that up mm-hmm. which was also very good yeah but yeah I thought it was great the style everybody's clothes were pretty awesome mm-hmm. would never wear it now but <laughs> well it was 50 years ago yeah but the mom's dress the mom's dress at the party was awesome yeah yeah I would wear that mm-hmm. and then there was a friend at the party who wanted a black dress and I would also wear that yeah there were a couple other costumes where I was like I wear that. <laughs> uh, I, I liked to uh, the like how the build was was slow, but not not too slow. Yes, like it was subtle. I guess it was very, or the build was kind of subtle. Yeah. Once it were, got going, it got going, but then like the build was pretty subtle. Yeah, I just really wish that they would have explained some of the random pieces or cut them out, like the tap water thing. What do you mean? When the priest was like, Priest Damien was like, it th- I just threw tap water on her. It wasn't holy water, but she reacted violently towards it. Right. He said that was, that was, uh, that worked against the case that it was actually, uh, it was actually, there was actually an entity in her. But why was she reacting violently? Because she thought it was tap water or because she thought it was holy water. And the devil doesn't like, the holy water hurts the devil. Yeah, but the devil doesn't know the difference. I, yeah, I don't know about that part. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you were allergic to something that was like, oh, this item has... You took a few bites and I was like, oh, this item has that thing in it. Like, okay, maybe at first you might be like, oh, oh no, oh, no. But, like, very quickly you would realize, like, oh. Oh, right. I'm like, good. you're not you're not going to, like, break out in hives just because you believe it's something you're allergic to. Yeah, like, your throat's not going to close up. You're not going right, to have... Right. You know what I mean? You might have some somatic symptoms. Like, you might, like, be like, oh, I'm feeling itchy. But, like, you're not going to have those severe reactions right. okay. because okay. You, you didn't have it. It's right, not right. that. Okay. So, like, that was very confusing to me. That I was, yeah. the devil was just playing games. It's kind of what he does. I mean, yeah. That's what I chopped it up to. Yeah. Yeah. So, out of four bowls of pea soup, <laughs> let's see, how many archaeological digs am I going to give this? Oh, I thought you would have used rotating heads to... I was going to give... I honestly was going to do rotating heads, but I was like, that's too dead on. We're going to do archaeological digs. I would okay. give this um, three archaeological digs that you want on yourself and one box of stuff that somebody shipped to you from our... <laughs> Okay. All right. Uh, what about uh, you? Um, Out of um, eight head spins. Okay. How many um, blue dresses that your mom has are you going to give this? I guess I would have to say I would give it four pizzas from Tony Mario's restaurant. See, I brought it all back around. And those are some high quality pizzas, people. So that's basically eight head spins, if not more. <laughs> If not more. If not more. Okay, I'm going to stop you from... If not more. <laughs> She's still going. Anyway, go to Tony's. He has delicious pizza. There is no Tony's. Um, he, he needs the praise. Don't tell him that you know that he's related to Mario and Luigi. He gets really pissed off. And he'll be like, Ah, who told you? And he'll start screaming. Meatballs will start flying. <laughs> it's a hot mess. Okay, I'm going to just stop this. So what movie do you want to do next time? I'm thinking that we do a classic. 
maybe something with a in Beverly Hills and if we can incorporate ninjas. Well, what a coincidence. There happens to be a movie called Beverly Hills Ninja. What? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I knew that, but yeah. 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 Remember, I don't remember know when it came out on Netflix and I made a big deal about it? Uh, nope. Oh, well, it's available on Netflix now, so let's do, uh, let's do Beverly Hills Ninja as our next movie. Yay, free movies. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.